Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back one final time here during On the Block. Stricky's jumping off. Uh, we'll see him tomorrow. He'll be back in town. Uh, looking forward to that. One guy is back in town, Jay Foreman. Welcome back. Uh, appreciate it, man. It feels, feels good to be back. A beautiful day outside, too. 80 degrees. Nice little breeze after uh, Victory Monday, back-to-back mm. after a bye week. Double Victory uh, Monday for you. You saw yeah, one. Yeah, I did. It was, uh, you know... Uh, I want to say congratulations again to my dad. He went into the ring of uh, honor down there in the uh, University of Miami, one of the original Canes, 1968. Obviously, after segregation, they opened up the uh, down south schools to integrate. And, uh, you know, a, you know, you got to take, take some uh, cojones to go down there and not know uh, what's in store. And plus, Miami was not a very good football team then. Mm-hmm. Um and so he built it up from the ground up. It was you know obviously all American career stands for itself, and that was the biggest honor, the um, highest honor that you can get in Miami athletics. So it was good to him, Jimmy Johnson, who was great, you know, to meet, and Dennis Erickson, who was great, and you know he recruited me out of high school and got to see some, uh, you know, I had a couple uncles that went there, so I got to see them, and just see all the kind of, well, a lot of the players that. <laughs> You know, I used to cheer for it growing up, and, uh, you know, they all were, were grateful that my dad got in. So it was a good experience. That's awesome. I do have to ask, I mean, obviously your, your roots run deep down there. How often do you go back and forth about 83 and 94? Oh, uh, 1983? Yeah. About when Miami beat them? Yeah, and then 94 when you uh, struck back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not much 80, uh, 83 when they beat, I was just like, oh, uh, that was kind of, Miami always kind of beat them. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. I saw, uh, when, when, remember, I remember when Miami lost to Penn State in Arizona at Fiesta Bowl. Mm-hmm. I cried like no other. I was in a fog for a week. Rough spot. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, we, that's <laughs> all we used to do on that. We were Miami household. Yeah. All my, Blood uncles went there, and all my relatives that weren't related to me, I went there. I mean, we were deep up in there, and mm-hmm. it was it, and and that was just our household. And so I remember talking to some of the players. Oh, I, I think it was like Vinny Testaverde or Bernie Kosar was down there. I told them both, I was like, I don't know which one of you guys are quarterbacks. Y'all messed up my week, <laughs> and, they, and they started laughing. So. And then 94 was good because, you know, I went down there on a visit and then, uh, you know, I ended up choosing Nebraska. We ended up playing them. Uh, but they had some great players there, and we were obviously fortunate enough to win. 
I'm sure you'll talk more about this on old school, but Penn State keeps tricking it off. Yeah. They can't um, get over the hump. Yeah, they can't. I mean, you know, really, I think they had played really good football, you know, up until then. And they, but they kept the like chains on Drew Roller up until then. I think they only attempted five explosive passes all year. Then you tried to do that against Ohio State at Ohio State in the biggest game of the year. It just didn't work out well. And they don't give those plays up. They, they this year they don't, and they weren't able to run the ball effectively. So then that just kind of, you know, allowed Ohio State to get after them a little bit and. You know, Ohio State started to get hot there. Marvin Harrison Jr. was unstoppable. And, mm-hmm. and this- Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This was also the, a really good chance for them because uh, Mbuka wasn't playing. No. Yeah, but then guess what? Stover, the tight end, the converted defensive end, goes to tight end, catches that pretty much Randy Moss is the guy, uh, really kind of takes the the air out of the sails of, of uh, Penn State. You know, for Penn State, it's disappointing. I felt like this is their best team, best chance to win, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, Ohio State struggling a little bit offensively. And they just weren't able to get over the hump. Now, they're in a great spot to where they can really, you know, rehab it and, and go beat Michigan, but it's going to be even a harder task just on the base of, uh, you know, how well Michigan's playing. You can't really write Penn State off yet with only one loss, but Penn State has to beat Michigan and then have Michigan beat Ohio State. So they all right. have one loss, and you have to beat Michigan pretty handily and hope Michigan beats Ohio State yeah. pretty handily. Does this performance against Penn State make you think, yeah, Ohio State's got a better shot against Michigan? They seem more well-rounded, kind of like the Chiefs, right? Maybe mm-hmm. a more well-rounded team, not yeah. as reliant on the offense. Is it, is it Michigan's division, or does Ohio State solve something? Similar? I think still Michigan's a, a little bit ahead of Ohio State. In talking you know, other people around the Big Ten, they feel like they felt like Penn State and Ohio State were right there together. I, after watching the Ohio State game, I think Ohio State's significantly better than mm-hmm. Penn State. Um, but I think Michigan's probably a little bit Ahead of schedule than them, but Ohio State is every, they're getting better though. Mm-hmm. That's where they're scary. They have not peaked. I think Michigan is peaking right now. That doesn't mean they can't peak every week, but ultimately, you know, they have to play Penn State. They have to play Ohio State last game of the year. Um, I think if McCord keeps playing well, if they finally get healthy and they start to get that running game going and can move the ball. And then, you know, they got the ultimate X factor out there in Marvin Harrison Jr. They get in Buka mm-hmm. with Fleming and Stover, Henderson, Williams, and McCord. Uh, and that and if that defense doesn't give up explosive plays and plays well against the run, Michigan's in some trouble. Mm-hmm. They're in some trouble. And so um, we'll see. I think everything's pointing towards this game. And, um, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to see who's who's – you know, going to come out on top, but I think it's, I thought the gap was really big at the beginning of the season. It's getting, the gap is closing uh week every week and it's closing in Ohio State's favor. I wrote Ohio State off a little more than I probably should have after Notre Dame. I, I thought they were going to be a lot better than the fighting Irish credit Notre Dame, who's looked better than I thought, but Ohio State 
proves it can win those ugly games, yeah. which it hasn't been able to um, in recent years. What else is coming up on old school? Uh, well, we're going to dive in. Uh, well, obviously, we're going to you know recap and talk about the Nebraska game. Um, obviously, got some you know unfortunate news coming out of there, but then mm-hmm. we're going to you know talk about the number one team or two team in the nation, Michigan, and how fast they rapidly suspended uh, one of their employees. <laughs> Now he's been at 11 other teams. I wonder what's something has to happen here because obviously that what they were doing wasn't just him going rogue. Right. Even though you suspended them, that's not enough. So to talk about that, and also I want to look at the view at from Penn State and Ohio State. Is this the reason why you're able to kind of dominate us the last two years? Because there has to be something, mm-hmm. not a talent gap. So there's a lot to talk about. A um, little NFL news as well. And then uh, next thing you know, the two hours will be over. There you go. Jay Foreman back in the building, back from Coral Gables. We'll bring DEP in here next for Strick. I'm Austin. This has been On the Block. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.